the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. Whether you're a veteran voice actor, just starting out, or don't even know how to set a level, we're here to help you avoid the pitfalls along your voiceover path to success. The VO Meter is brought to you by Voice Actor Websites, Studio Bricks, Global Voice Acting Academy, JMC Demos, and Sennheiser. The VO Meter is produced in part using Source Connect, made by source-elements.com. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. Hi, everybody. We are welcoming back a long-term friend of the podcast, Tim Friedlander. Tim is an award-winning Los Angeles-based voice actor specializing in promo, political, commercial, narration, and animation. He's best known for his work on Hunter Hunter, One Punch Man, and his long caster in Ace Combat 7. He's located in the Hollywood area, working out of Soundbox LA, his custom-built voiceover studio equipped with ISDN, IPDTL, Source Connect, and broadcast quality equipment. He'll be participating in the Studio Pros panel on Saturday, June 12th, alongside Jim Kennelly and Sam Euphred of Lotus Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us in welcoming back to the podcast, Tim Friedlander. Hey, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure, man. How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Good, good. Good to hear from you. So, tell us, Tim, how did you come to be involved with Vocation this year? You know, I was um, I was involved with it last year. I'm friends with uh, Karin and Jamie. Uh, they actually run the Gardner Collective uh, Facebook group with me, and uh, just kind of been a part of a part of that community with them for for a while. And uh, looking forward to be back on on board again this year. Very cool. Well, I know you've got the studio expertise for it, but you're going to be leading a talk on the Studio Pros panel. Can you give us a sneak peek of some of the topics that you'd like to talk about or bring up? You know, well, I think overall, the broadest thing we're going to talk about is just kind of this general change of sea change that's happened this last year in uh, because of COVID and all of the lockdowns and things that have happening that for a lot of people who do run studios, kind of the the studio model has changed slightly. And some studios have shut down, some have had to modify, most of us have had to modify how we operate. And that's kind of trickled down into how talent interact with studios, how talent uh, now either do or don't go back into studios once the lockdown's up. Um, and we'll just kind of have a discussion about how that's kind of affected um, everybody in the industry. Awesome. We actually talked with alongside your panel partners, Jim and Sam, earlier today, and they were talking about sort of like not only has that, like you said, the paradigm shifted from like, you really can't justify not having a studio, but we really talked about what you were sort of intimating now, just the, the remote connection capabilities that you might need in order to work remotely. Well, th there's a few things that have changed. I think that there is an acceptance of talent working from home in a way that wasn't there a year or two years ago from producers and uh, directors knowing now being comfortable that they can work with talent who who have home studios and they can get a professional uh, professional level um, quality recording out of home studios, which I think is a better a better term than broadcast quality. Uh, which I need to go back and update my website, <laughs> my my bio to uh, to change that from broadcast quality to professional quality because as you know, we, there's been many discussions this last year over what is this concept of broadcast quality and how do you determine what it what it is. Um, and what that level is. I think professional level quality is a is a better uh, a better term for that. It's more accurate. I personally don't have a problem with that the broadcast nomer. it's it's fit for broadcast. but I think so many people are just it's got so many negative associations or even like 
mocking associations that people are really trying to move away from it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Awesome. Any other things that you'd like to talk about or just like what's one audio issue that just you wish all beginning or even experienced talent would would really address? You know, I think one of the things that would be good to address or just to keep in mind, and I see this a lot in lots of conversations about, you know, what gear should I buy? And even with people who are professionals and looking at upgrading their gear, um, their equipment is this kind of bypassing the need for the space that you're in and not paying much, as much attention to that and focusing on the space that you're in first and then dealing with the equipment that's going to be appropriate in that space. I think there are, you know, there's a lot of people who are trying to get into this industry and do it, you know, understandably on a budget. This is not a, a cheap or easy, easy way to get into a cheap and easy industry to get into if you want to do it correctly. Um, but a lot of times it seems that the the space is overlooked and you try and buy all the right equipment and then try and make this equipment work in a less than optimum space. And that is very difficult to do. Awesome. I feel that's true in a lot of areas of people's beginning VO businesses, like the the desire to buy the sexy things or to work with the cool celebrity performance talent rather than focusing on tech or marketing or the equally important, but little less fun. Let's be honest. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's not, you know, it's much more fun to go buy a microphone than it is to go buy a pile of foam and figure out how to, uh, you know, get rid of resonance in the space that you're in or how to, you know, how, how do you measure the, the space that you're in to get the correct size panels in there, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, aside from the Studio Pros panel, what else are you looking forward to at Evocation? You know, I'm just going to hopefully just pop in and see what else is happening. There's a lot of um, uh, a lot of the kind of the business and marketing stuff that that I'm really interested in, in checking out. Um, obviously, you know, this is obviously, you know, the the um, business of voiceover. So a lot of that is is there um, in the title itself. But, you know, seeing seeing how some of these people, new people to the industry have um, kind of figured out their ways to navigate that. And that's kind of trickled down, trickled up to other people in this industry. And I'm interested to see what kind of new ideas have, have, you know, have come out of this last year with this lockdown and some of the different ways people have modified their business and modified how they approach voiceover. I love that. That's kind of been um, a resounding call from a lot of the guests that we've talked to in the last couple of days. Like, I love that these, I mean, you guys are all experts in your craft, but almost every one of you has been like, man, I can't wait to learn some new stuff from my peers. Absolutely. Well, that's you know, one of the things that I I talk about a lot in you know some of the workout groups that I run or some of the other when I'm talking with people that they you know they say oh well you know I'm new I don't really have you know it's not really my place to say what what you know what works and what doesn't work but for people who are coming in that's you know that's what we want to hear from we want to want to hear people who are seeing the industry differently than those of us who've been in the industry for a while when I first got in and even now and still I starting to get in new areas of this industry I try and look at it through you know, my perspective on what I can bring to that. And just because I'm new, it doesn't mean that, you know, the, what I have to bring is any less valuable, nor is it anybody who's started this business in the last year or so that their perspective and their view on it and what they're seeing, um, you know, from a non-entrenched aspect of the industry, they're not seeing, they're not coming in with years and years of bias or years and years of preconceived ideas about how things work. And they can come in and give us a new perspective on this entire industry. I love it. I love it. I'm a big fan of saying, like, don't throw away your prior knowledge when you pursue this, right? You never know when it's going to be relevant. And like you said, you never know when your knowledge could help someone else. 
Absolutely. And people, you know, come into this and, you know, you, I mean, it's, this is when a lot of you hear great things in an audition or somebody submits a read or somebody does a character that they, you know, 99% of people do it the expected way. And the one person comes in and has a different perspective on a different view and brings something unique to that. There's a lot of people who can bring that unique perspective and their unique background to this industry that is beneficial for all of us. And just because you've been in this industry for a year doesn't mean that what you have to contribute is any less valuable than people who are experts in this, you know, so-called experts. Well, I hope people who are actually coming to vocation for their first time get to hear this so they can be emboldened. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tim. It's been great catching up. If people want to get a hold of you before the conference, how can they do that? Uh, the website, best thing is to reach me on um, uh, through the Soundbox website, uh, soundbox.la or tim at soundbox.la. And that's not soundboxla.com or soundbox.la.com. Soundbox.la. Awesome. One of those domains. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks again so much for being on the podcast, Tim. See you in a couple weeks. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the VO Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. We'd also love to hear your comments or suggestions for the show. Or if you have a questionable gear purchase, tell us all about it on our Facebook page or on Twitter at the VO Meter. 